<laughs> what you tell you? Same way y'all, y'all niggas know me, I know y'all. Make sure y'all know. Everybody got a cup? Yep. This is the Kickback Champs. Bloody Mary! <laughs> I'll be, be on it. Say it again. I'll be on it. We're going to adjust Dilu's uh, levels over there. I don't know why his ain't sounding too good, but. Is your mic volume up? Yeah. Mine ain't even all the way up. Try it. Try it. What's goody? I mean, we hear you for sure. You don't have to echo like me and Mark. Maybe it's because we're so close to our mics. Mics. Mics, 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 mics. Yeah. Mark, 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 Mark. Hello, love. I was over here eating a biscuit the other day. <laughs> Drinking some bloody tea. <laughs> you know, I see on the goddamn news. Oh my god. What up, a Mike? You want to ask us a question before we get started? Well, we already started because this thing is recording. A new season. But we just chilling. You know what I'm talking about. We ain't even yeah. trying to record, record like that. Well, so the problem is we trying, we trying to record it, but we're just going to have to edit when we're trying to really start. Yep. And then not start. Dessert. What's time? Hey, what time we at? He's fucking around. What time we at? One on minute, it. six seconds. My nigga Mark. <laughs> I mean, my nigga Mike. God damn. I got to start calling you Marcus over here because I'm, I'm going to keep calling him Mark. But I'm Butch. so used to calling this nigga Mark that I be calling this nigga I'll be calling this nigga Mike sometimes. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know why mine is so low. I don't know either, man. I mean we could try to turn the hours Speak again, Dilu. This is some bullshit. Hello. Man, stop telling me to speak. Mark, 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 what's good? What's good? Just say, don't be all aggressive so you can. What's good? Just talk how you think you would talk. Yeah, you, you know, so I was just. Uh huh. You should try to sit your mic right there and talk. But I'm gonna. Right here. Is that what you trying to talk? Yeah. Yeah, so what's up? I'm gonna talk into the something? wall. Yo, yo, yo. What up? Oh, okay. Y'all's levels is about the same when, as far as how far they're going up, when I'm looking at it. It's just, Mark, yours is going up so much when you're talking into it like you. <gasps> so I can just sure chill. I kind of sit back and relax. And kind as of long as everybody's levels is the same. Well, let me turn my shit down. So what you're telling me is that I could just uh, sit here and just talk just like this and just be just fine. As long fun. as everybody's levels is the same. I'm about to go ahead and... Uh, as long as everybody's levels is the same. As long as everybody's level. Okay, I need to get like right here. This one I don't go to that orange too much. On power? I ain't noticed. I ain't peeped it. I ain't peeped it yet. What's that? What's that mean? Shit. Subliminals. Mark, you don't. Have you ever watched Power? I have not. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> but you're not. You're not playing. I just haven't. I can't. No, I can't knock you because like when people ask about documentaries, like I don't like. I don't watch a lot of documentaries. And I just watched that Reagan. I just watched that Reagan uh, little mini docu series. The what? Reagan. 
Oh, okay, okay. I don't even know. I heard about it, but I haven't watched it. Man, I realized that Trump is just a mini Reagan. A mini? He was trying to be a mini Reagan. Yeah. Not even worse, sir? I would feel like he was probably worse than Reagan. Nah, nah, nah. Well, when you when you bring up the the AIDS and then the um, trading guns for hostages, Reagan tops him easy. Damn. This nigga Cold. Reagan was an actor his whole life. <laughs> he had no uh, political background. So, yeah, so then it is Reagan the second. Yeah, exactly. He just didn't make it. Did Reagan do eight terms? I don't know. I'm not good at history. Did he do what? Did Reagan do uh, two terms? Yeah, he did two terms yeah. right before Bush. Damn, my hell, said eight terms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did eight years. <laughs> yeah, he did uh, two terms, though. <laughs> eight of them things. Eight of them wangs. No, uh, I, I definitely want to watch it though. I heard about that Reagan documentary. I definitely want to watch it. On Netflix. It's on Netflix. No, it's on Showtime. Oh, and that's why I feel like I don't want. I never watch Power because I don't watch. I don't have Power or Stars or whatever it is. Well, something I just found out: you can subscribe to channels on Amazon without having uh, the actual TV subscription. You gotta have Amazon Prime. Yeah, Ooh. Amazon Prime. Which is you're still paying for that network. <laughs> yeah. Well, you still gotta pay for the subscription itself too, but it's still way cheaper than having cable. I see. I see. Am I speaking facts or not, Mike? <laughs> you let me know. All facts. All facts. <laughs> Hold on. Let me take a look at this. You tell this nigga look. like, hey, listen. Oh, what? Amazon, and then go to Amazon.com, and ain't got no Prime account. And be on there stuck. Man, I'm about to roll something up real quick. I'm over here just bullshitting. Yeah, roll tobacco, mm. of course. You know, roly, know, we don't smoke poly. that marijuana. Roly poly. Oh, that's all we smoke. What you mean? It's getting legalized everywhere now. When the last time you smoked? Don't tell them. <laughs> Let me find out. Point proven. Give me one more month. They ain't smoked in a whole year. Talk about, yeah, you know, we smoke out here. Hey, I'm straight, man. You about to have the weakest lungs. Sure, that's okay. We're going to build it right back up. Smoking in the house all day while I'm working. <laughs> Mark, what you think about Mark and Dila? What y'all think about getting on a little workout plan, like a little three days a week to see if we can keep up with it? Yes, and we should throw some agilities in there because I can get back to jogging. Let's do it. I've been waiting. Well, what I mean to say is, like, I don't think we need to be together, but... Just that whole Dre, accountability, with you. accountability Y'all thing. Y'all see, I got the, no, I, I I got the workout bench ready to go, so just let me know. And we're doing this together, Dre, so don't try to be like, no, we're going to do this all separately, individually. I want you by my side as I go through these struggles. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, nigga. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm not getting over here every every three days a week. I think he's telling tell me to come over to y'all. <laughs> together, this is a trio. Hey, we got a whole community <laughs> that we got hella space that we can actually get out there and do stuff with. Really, though? There's a nice little park. The problem is, is I think that we need to start off with, like, one day together that we can all do. Like, maybe, like, a Saturday or a Sunday where we're all off. Because I struggle a lot during the week. I ain't even going to lie. But if I can wake up in the morning and be able to get some shit done and get a workout in, that's what I would rather do. Yeah. I'd say the weekend is like a perfect time for us to just like meet up, 
and do like a little like ladder training or something. And I'm trying to throw that ball around. Yeah, yeah, that'll work too. Wait, wait, wait. I was talking about working out. Now here y'all go with getting agility ladder. That's that's, that's part, a of, part working of working out. out. That's not a part of working out. That. Oh. Yes, it is. Wait, 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 wait. That ain't a part of working out. No, agility is like the agility and agility ladder. I'm thinking about you talking about throwing that football around. That's just cardio. What you mean? That's for fun, man. Ain't nobody say we need to scrimmage nobody. <laughs> y'all gonna let me finish my proposal, or y'all just gonna start throwing shit out that we should start doing? All right, my bad. Go ahead, man. You was right. You was right. I'm just saying working out in general. Agility can be a part of it. Bringing the football and throwing that can be a part of it. But I'm more talking about like. I hope y'all can hear Mike in the background, because this nigga is hilarious. Nah, we trying to hear you. Is that 1800? 1800. Yo, the, the Casa Amigos had me off one <laughs> the other day. Not on one, had me off one. Where I'm not drinking that no more over here. I, I learned that. I'm not drinking, period. <laughs> I just I just realized it's not for me. I'll have a beer or two, but I ain't, I'm not with the shots. I'm not with the straight drinks. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take a shot. Yeah, yeah. Marco Lit trying to keep up with it. Now he's like, you know what? That's y'all's thing. (laughs) Not really my thing. I'm going to stay in this lane right here. I brought hella weed tonight because, like, uh, we're not doing shots. Fuck that. Fuck that. Nigga got a whole jar with him. Usually he bring like a little nug, then he got a whole jar. (laughs) He just said, hold on, let me get my shit. These niggas ain't getting me to drink right now. They're going to try to pass me a shot. Like, nah, man, my hands are full. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I like the old Mark. <laughs> it was lit. Ready to take them shots. I just, I hated it. I'd get home and regret it. And I'm like, damn, I feel like shit. It's just. Y'all, like, y'all be get? drinking like y'all going to a party or something. We just kick it back. <laughs> this is the party. I drink fast. That's all it is. I drink fast. That's yeah, and I is. try to keep up and it just don't. Get done with two cups in 10 minutes. I'll be like, oh, damn, what the hell? 30 minutes later, like, what I drink? Faded, nigga. We ain't even started potting it. I'm like, damn. <laughs> no, I'm getting better at that. That's why uh, I only had one cup before Marcus got over here. And I just poured my second cup. So now. And he almost done with that, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know, everybody got their own struggles they're going through. One bowl. <laughs> he said, you got one bowl. Do all in my cup, goddamn. Shoot, I just guess. I just nigga know, know how, you. Nigga, know how many ice cubes and everything. You got four to be exact. Who? Nah, go put me on. Is that a Colorado Colorado rapper? Oh, I did hear about him. He already got made millions. Is that that big, that big nigga? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let me see. Made a milli off of the career and still working. That's what's up. Oh, that's not who I thought it was. Oh my god. Is he from New York? 
Hey, check. <clears throat> check. Hey, throw a beat on. Check. Don't get us my vocals up. Let me change my vocals real quick. Back to the hot box days. Hey. Yeah, we got a beat somewhere. We could throw a beat to on. This, to this day, somebody play that uh that Rack City beat, and I promise I got a whole freestyle to it. Like I used to say that all the time. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all niggas, bro. That's the only song I've been able to write yeah, to. I'm telling y'all. Beat on here or yeah, we could. Shoot. What's up there, Dre? What's Oh, it's the it's the make it there? nasty beat. So I, had a, I had to freestyle to fade it. I'll freestyle to any beat. Try me. Mark, I don't even think I heard you spit one bar. Never in your life. <laughs> yes. One bar. I'm going to uh, give you all my first eight bars of this uh, Rack City beat. This ain't no freestyle because this nigga been rapping this for ages. <laughs> Oh, I go straight off the top of the Look, Dilu, no, you might as well rap my shit too, nigga. <laughs> you, be in the background you might as well rap it too, nigga. No, no, damn. Hey, hey, I was joking, but this nigga really put on the rap CD. <laughs> hey, we, we about to do it for real. We about to do it for real. It's the, it's the make it nasty. This okay. ain't it. It's the make it nasty. Huh. By the same artist, though, make it nasty. Hey, we ain't got to put this on the pod, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, <Nah>, we is. <laughs> well, I'm not rapping then. No, I'm not rapping. I'm not rapping because then y'all going to make me get my rapper voice. Y'all be like, nah, nigga, you don't even sound like that. <laughs> nigga, so? Y'all know. niggas heard plies? Go ahead, Mike. Come over here. We talking freestyles. What's up, Hemi? <laughs> What's up, Hemi? Oh, this shit's about shit. I got a bleach right Ooh. here ready. And some beat CDs. Turn Come it on. up. I don't know if y'all hear me. Turn it up. Hold on. Turn it up. Got a beat mix. What do you say? Make it nasty. <laughs> Hold on, Mike. You want to hear my bars real quick? Hold on. Check, Mike. Check. Check one, two. Check. Listen. Listen. Look. Make it nasty. Make it nasty. Bitch, a freak, so I fuck her in the backseat. She on his dick and she running like a track. Me, these hoes always try to weigh me down like a taxi. Look, 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 Mike. Look. You ain't know I had them little bit of bars. <laughs> hey, that's all I got. That's all I got, though. You know, I got those, those four bars for the song. I don't got no song written to this shit. All right. I said you I can like, rap hey. on anything. Ooh. It's my turn. It's my turn. Yeah. Uh, come on. Uh, get, kill these uh, niggas, man. She said, make it nasty like yeah. some gravy. Okay. Oh, damn, man. I'm not trying to have no babies. <laughs> oh, damn. What you talking about lately? No, I'm driving through the cruise like crazy. Hey, I'm trying to get his hoes like crazy. Because uh, his hoes trying to hide baby. Uh, like Marcus said, I'm trying to hit it faded. Listen, I'm trying to hit it faded while I'm chilling in the backseat. Like I said, these hoes trying to get it nasty. <laughs> hey, I can start a bar, though. I can start a bar, Mike. Look, check. Check. <laughs> check. <laughs> Mike, let me hear some more stuff. Since. Look, uh, check. Check. Make it wet. Make it splashy. <laughs> Going back to making it nasty. <laughs> hey, make it flashy. Yo, oh, I feel man, like, yeah, hey, cut the beat. Stashy. Cut the beat real quick. Cut the beat. Cut the beat. What I think that uh, <laughs> what I think it's a lot easier to rhyme to a song once you have the lyrics or the chorus in your head, you know, because then you can just finesse everything off of that, and that's all I did. You know what I'm saying? That's light work. That's light bars. Actually, actually. It's light boss for me and uh, me and MC Native, Dre T M C Native, man. You know what I'm saying?
Look out for the merch. D Lou said he got the acapella freestyle for y'all. You can throw that shit away. <laughs> I say, uh, I say, uh, go ahead, man. No, but listen, like growing up, I don't know, it's because I had an older brother, but I used to, he put me on like to the battle raps and all that shit <laughs> when I was young, so. I like listening to the niggas that got them ad-libs like, yo, listen, check, before they get on the track. And I'm like, ooh, them niggas is about to snap. I'm telling you them niggas is about to snap. Yo, Drake j- Drake just got to do it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's one of those songs. Yeah. One of them songs. Were y'all, uh, were y'all ever Tiger fans? Hella. In college. Boy. Mm-hmm. For a little bit. Never. Only in college, though. <coughs> well, yeah, to 2011, 2012, that's when I stopped. <laughs> I was say, yo, I feel like Tiger was definitely like a college, college years type of vibe that I was fucking with. But I don't know if I can say that I really like Tiger. But he was putting out them well done mixtapes. And the well done one was cold. Well done. Oh, the well done. You know, we talk, hey, them well done mixtapes was hard. Well done too was cool. The era of mixtapes. Do they? Um, do they still do mixtapes now? Well done, well done. <laughs> they are. It's just a lot different how they do mixtapes now. So. Yeah. If they if, so what I think about is like Wayne's recent mixtape he put out was with that whole DJ Khaled shit. Man, DJ Khaled can't do no mixtapes no more. <laughs> <laughs> but he put it out on like that piff where you can't get it on Apple Music or. Spotify or title because it's considered a mixtape, which Wayne is just rapping over old songs, and he chose to put it out on these streaming networks that are more for mixtapes, which is like that pip. Yeah. So the the mixtape era is it's dead. It's been dead. People are trying to revive it. I think Wayne was like an example of trying to revive it, but everybody's trying to get music off streams now, and that's kind of where that whole thing has moved to, which is you could put out the music, but the streams aren't the same if you put them on bigger platforms. And they can get their own beat and actually make a profit off of it because it's their song now. So I feel like mixtapes have turned on, turned into EPs, shorter albums. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's crazy how that shit just like smoothly changed to that then. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing with, I don't know, the thing that I think about with mixtapes is that Mixtapes were for promoting the songs that weren't necessarily um, necessarily made for albums, because with albums and when you think about artists, like when album, when artists put albums out, they're putting out albums to sell to everybody and not just specific to one crowd. And you know, obviously that I don't mean that way. You know, there's different hip hop categories and R and B and all this other stuff, but. Even with that, like a hip hop album, there's shit that they'll put on their mixtape before the album because they feel like it'll ride better with a mixtape. Yeah. So a mixtape was a mixture of songs that couldn't fit an album and them remixing other people's songs and just sounding better on it. And that's the art that got away from it, which is they can't put out the music or songs that are flipped from other artists. So they're forced to like make an album of all this all this new music instead of them doing like what they want to do, which is freestyling over beats. And making like this hard ass shit that might not sell a lot to the public, but it's still gonna come out. 
Right, it still just goes hard. Because I remember always hearing it like, damn, I just want to hear so-and-so on this beat, or somebody would snap on this beat, and like I feel like now maybe you have to hear that. You're not, you're not going to really hear that anywhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, imagine like, imagine Wiz Khalifa putting out Cushion Orange Juice in 2009. And him trying to make that an album, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have sold as much as it did with him putting it out as a mixtape for free for everybody to acknowledge what he's doing and like damn Wiz is Wiz is nice like he had all the other mixtapes before that but just like Nipsey yeah yeah Nipsey is a part of that too oh yeah for sure the dedication yeah that's that album that's the album work but like were you listening to mixtape cr- uh, Nipsey that there was um Bullets Don't Got No Name no, mm-hmm. no, what's the name of that Mixtape though. The marathon. Oh yes, the marathon. Right. Marathon. marathon. That started off as a mixtape where like on that mixtape, there's hella songs he's just rapping over everybody else's beats. But there's a couple gems in there where it's like his own song. You're like, oh damn, this shit hard. Yeah. But yeah. it's not hard enough for him to sell it mainstream to be able to get enough revenue off of it. Yeah. So they're like, I'm just gonna put this on my mixtape with everything else of these freestyles and shit that I'm dropping. And yeah, that that art is gone. But yeah, you know, Nipsey's another one in that whole realm of like, imagine if him trying to put out music to sell back then, which is only like ten years ago. Let's put that in perspective. <laughs> but ten years ago, him trying to put that music out to sell to people when there was actually CD disc and shit like that. That Shoot. people aren't buying that shit. Really, the only. Artists I could think of that did mixtapes and didn't do it over other people's beats is really J. Cole. A little bit of Wale, but... Yeah. Yeah. J. Cole had a, a couple... Even with that, like, J. Cole still had a couple of freestyles over his mixtapes, but it was a lot more of him making his own songs and shit. Yeah. And trying to come up off of that, just off his rapping ability. Who was y'all's favorite uh, mixtape artist? Other than Wayne. <laughs> I was like, mm. So there, there's Ooh. So there's gonna be a lot of controversy, right? Because it's not a controversy, it's your opinion. You're right. I guess what I think about is like when people would talk about like mixtape Gucci and I wasn't listening to Gucci back then with the mixtapes. Yeah, I mean I wasn't listening to heavy Gucci as as much as I was listening to like the Wayne mixtapes and shit. But mixtapes, mm. Ooh, that's tough because, you know, I grew up off, like I said, I had, older, I had an older brother, so I grew up off of, like, Meek Mill when he was having his mixtapes and his mixtapes. Yeah, he had his mixtape series called Flamers, and this nigga used to be going, bro, from, like, 2007, 2008. Yeah, you just put me on going. That. And I'm like, yo, this nigga, nigga flowing on these hoes, and he's just freestyling everybody's tracks and got a couple tracks of his own on there, but I think he grew into the whole... I'm making my own music on mixtapes because I feel like that's where everybody listens to me the most at. So that's why his first Dream Dream Chasers mixtape, that shit damn near turned into an album because that shit blew him up because he put the House Party on. Well, House House Party was already on there, but then he had that shit with Drake on there, which was... it was Yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to say, that was before the... The the Rico. And, you know, Meek really grew up off, like, the mixtape because he had to get out of the mug coming from YouTube and, you know, doing the shit he was doing. So, I don't know. I, my answer would be Meek to kind of answer your question. Mark? That shit is hard. I can't even think of my favorite because I got so many. Shoot. 
I would say one, but it's gonna be left field would be the weekend. Cause his were I feel like his are considered mixtapes too. Cause he had the House of Balloons, Thursday, all those were the same thing. But he didn't just go over over other people's songs. Sometimes it was more R and B. So that would be more my lane, but like you said, man, there's so many to choose from. And I felt like during that era, like during that time, you could just discover so many artists. Like I would just discover Facts. like people like Gunplay and just go down the list. Like I'm like, damn, this nigga's hard too. Yeah. Like he goes in on uh, Bible on the Dash. I used to bump yeah. that shit every day. That's a hard ass song. <laughs> That's a hard ass song. And even thinking about people who like. You think about Rick Ross, and Rick Ross had hella mixtapes, too. That was what I was about to say. Rick <laughs> Ross was going in. But Dude. even even that, that was after the Meek Mill shit. Well, not all of it, but some of Ross was after that whole Meek Mill, like him signing Meek Mill, and then Meek Mill's mixtape status just grew bigger from Ross and shit because, you know, you signed this artist. Maybach music. And I felt like that way with Gunplay because Gunplay didn't really get big until it was like the mixtape with Ross, and then like his shit was rocking. Yeah. The co I used to fuck with uh, Big Sean Tough in the mixtape. Oh, days. yeah. The finally, finally famous. famous. Oh, yes. my God. Yo, you're right. This was Holy meant for me. Shit. But, but imagine at that time of. Damn, it just took me to a whole nother topic. So yeah. I'm sorry. Well, it but, just took me to a whole other memory. The kickback session. Well, yeah, just imagine, just imagine that time of like. Artists feel like they have to put out mixtape to get their music out in bulk as opposed to like just dropping an album because more people probably listen to mixtapes at that time where now it's a lot different and artists are trying to really go after the money. So they're trying to drop an album without any any background of like who they are and other other things such as mixtapes because now it's about trying to get that money. So I'm just drop something and y'all can call it my debut, but it's going to be on these. It might not be my actual debut album and it's going to be on all these streaming networks. And then it can turn into an album. Yeah, it's like it's like the mixtape era is like you have to build you knew you had to build a body of work. Now you just gotta make one good song and that's like you just put it on a streaming whatever platform and hopefully it catches wind. Yeah, and then you just take off from there and you're just like, All right, cool, let me make more songs like this one and yep. catch on. A lot of times, like when they did the mixtapes and they did the Songs over from another artist. I like the mixtape song better than I like the original version. Definitely. I'm like, damn, why couldn't this be the original? <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, that's definitely how I felt, too. Damn, man. Mixtape. Hey, Wale was another cold one to me. Wale was hard. The Seinfeld. Doubt, yeah. More about nothing? Yeah. He had a More about nothing, more about something. More about nothing was the first one. That shit was cold. Damn, you guys are naming off a, a lot of good ones. Like, Wiz right. had hella yeah, mixtapes. That's when I really started smoking. So that shit just hit different. You ever watch that Netflix movie he had? It was like high school or something. Oh, yeah, with Snoop. Yeah. That shit was, that shit was trash, but... Hey, I still hey, watch it. If you, if you play the smoking game while you watch it, that shit was funny. <laughs> they walk. Talk, move, anything. Take a big I, ass hit at the beginning of the show. I can't even quote that movie. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I used to watch it a lot because I got super high to it. Yeah, that was the only reason why I watched it too, just to smoke. 
I don't know, something about watching other people smoke just make you want to smoke even more. And, and yeah, and they have their little, like, I don't know, uh, little subtle hints in there that you pick up on, like, yep, yep. Yep. That still didn't do it for me. <laughs> that still didn't do enough. What about, what's the originals, though? Like, what was that one How movie? High. Yeah, okay. How High was one of those yeah, originals, like, Friday. Scary movie. Yep. The yep. original scary movie. Yep. <laughs> Those are movies that you just feel like you can smoke and just get high to, and like they doing it in there, and that shit's funny as hell. And it was like way better production, though. You know what I'm saying? It was actually good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Wizard shit was like him and Snoop shit was like low budget. That was like that nigga. <laughs> that like nigga that Snoop Nick playing Cannon somebody movie. in high school. <laughs> right. That crazy nigga had like so many badges down his arm for each year he didn't graduate. And they tried to have Wiz and like not tatted in the beginning, but like it had tats the whole time. You can see it painted <laughs> over. That's okay. That's the other side of it because we can say that about lottery ticket with Bow Wow, but you know we're, we're not judging. You know people gotta do what they gotta do for the movies. Hey, yeah, Roll Bounce is cold though. Hey, yo. I don't know. I don't know if Roll Bounce is better than Lottery Ticket, but <sighs> no, I say Roll Bounce is better for sure. Ooh. <laughs> then Lottery Ticket. Oh, no. Brandon T. Jackson was way funnier in Roll Bounce than he was in Lottery Ticket. Yeah. But Lottery Ticket had everybody else who was more funny in there than just Brandon T. Jackson. We're not basing the funniness off of Brandon T. Jackson. Let's get that clear. <laughs> Let's get you that just clear. can't beat roller skating, though. You just can't beat roller skating on the summer. That's what like, the whole movie was about. Yeah, but I mean, if we talking roller skate movies, you know, ATL would be over that one for sure. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not talking roller skate. I think I was just talking more of like a Bow Wow. <laughs> A Bow Wow movie. <laughs> no, uh, like Mike then? No, like Mike in the in the mix? I like uh, Johnson's Family Vacation if we're going to go Bow Wow movies. Over lottery ticket? Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with Roll Bounce. I ain't going to lie. I got to rewatch Roll Bounce. <laughs> I must have yeah. to rewatch it because. I just, I don't know. They had that nigga, uh, what's the name? Sweetness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make some noise, boy. <laughs> Sweetness. <laughs> And again, all those. Yeah, forget that. All the white hoes. Oh, he's like, that boy got stretch pants. <laughs> that boy got stretch pants. <laughs> but it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of hard to compare the two because they had a lot of similar uh, actors in both movies. Lottery Ticket and Roll Bounce. <clears throat> they had what? A lot of uh, the same actors. Yeah, no, Charlie Murphy no, in both. Yeah. Bow Wow and Brandon T. Jackson. Jackson. Zero wasn't in Lottery Ticket. They In Lottery Ticket, they started adding, like, Leslie Jones, and they added um, Air, that woman who played everybody's mama. <laughs> Grandmama. Oh, yeah, she do. And they added Still. Ice Cube and um, the nigga from The Wire, who was the, <laughs> who was the killer in that movie. They had three same characters, so that counts as similar. True. I hit that at the same time. That shit was crazy. <laughs> I know, nigga. Trying to copy off me and shit. Like, I've been hitting that. That's all I got. You still don't fuck with the ISIS? Huh? You still don't fuck with the ISIS? This is the ice one. Hey, headed headed west. Shout out to headed west. Y'all got some uh, y'all got some plugs in there. I think yeah. that might be my new spot. I might have to come all the way over here just to come to headed west. What brand do you get? I got two different brands. I got the e- the over easy brand or the easy brand, and I got the uh. 
this little pod twist, and I think I like this pod twist more than it. The they got one off of Colorado, too. What's it called? Headed West. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. Headed West. For real? I didn't know. All that. across the state. Yeah, it's, look, off, look it's at off of Colorado. Look at D. Like Lou telling me now. Look at D. Lou telling me. I said, what's that spot you go to over there by you? Oh, it's called Headed West. Yeah, it's all the streets. Man, I told you the name. You could have easily just Googled the shit. Oh, here you go. <laughs> here you go. Sure. No, nigga, I, I count on my friends to plug me like, hey, you know, they got another one this over on Colorado. only one I've been to. I ain't going to tell you to take you to another one. They don't have no more cartridges. How do you know? I don't. That's why I didn't tell you to go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the scrubs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Huh. Do y'all think y'all whoa. can hear the music in the whoa. background of whoa. the pod? Whoa. Maybe barely, so. You're closest to a mic, uh, Mark, so it might pick up on your mic. Yeah. Before ours, but. That might have to be something we pay attention to. You said you're pretty hot? I'm Did you smoke it? How about say, yo, he smoked that joint by himself or what? I ain't even smoke it, y'all. Yo, Mars, he said, yo, I'm about to roll up. And then he was like, yo, I'm pretty high. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, I'm just looking at we this like, right damn, now. We're like, damn, where did the high come? Yo, these King Palm uh, Leafs is where it's at. And then shout out to this uh, Kush cart. Shout out to you, Blue. I got some little matches. Hey, you know. Because I don't have a lighter. Hey, I always got to have something ready. So as a smoker, do you feel like y'all can handle weed, weed better than y'all can handle liquor? Absolutely. Oh, hell yeah. That's why I, I made that statement today. Make that statement again because we're going to... I ain't drinking no more. I'm just going to stick to weed. Hey, I be doozy off of both. You know what I'm saying? I can't even tell you which one I like. <laughs> it wasn't that wasn't your question though, is which one you can handle more. Yeah, how do you know? Because I can smoke all day and still function. There what you do you go. mean by function? You think you can do like a full podcast with just smoking all day? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't. I came over. I here couldn't high. do that and I couldn't do it off of just drinking all day, right? Like I can't I can't choose which one's the lesser two evils because it's either I'm gonna smoke too much or I don't feel comfortable talking. So or I'm going to drink too much. What's the I'm equivalent of a blunt to liquor? I think I think it's subjective and it depends on your intake. So for me, I guess what I think about is for me, I can't smoke a full joint by myself and then think that I can come over here and pot. I also can't take a certain amount of shots. Yeah, and yeah. No, I can't. I can take shots. I mean, whether people think I can perform or not, I can take shots. I just don't know how well I think I perform after that. But that's the same with weed. If I smoke a whole blunt to myself, I can't think that I can perform the same. Hmm. So, like, I feel like, in that sense, I can feel more comfortable with taking more shots as opposed to smoking a whole blunt to myself because... You know, that comes to the whole chemical part of, you know, alcohol and weed and, you know, all that, where I just feel more social off of alcohol than I do, than I would off of if I smoked it the whole time and, like, oh, I can be social off of weed. I think this, I think your tolerance has just changed because we used to be smoking hella blunts and used to be just fine. Used to think I was just fine. 
He was over there blitz. D- out of yeah, his what man? This nigga Delu, man. If I think about college and think about the plugs we had up there and us getting whatever. I remember I used to just buy weed just to smoke over there at that time, just so I can leave and just be super high and just be high for the night. Damn. Like I'm not, I'm not buying the weed for later and. Oh, I'm gonna save this for this and that. And I can just save my weed and use it the right way. I'm like, yo, I'm about to smoke all this weed right now that I just bought. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna just be dumb high where I feel like I can't do anything. Yeah. We used to smoke two to three blunts at a time. God damn. So y'all got any like high stories where it's like this is the highest I've ever been? Uh, I got a I got a friend who <laughs> will remain anonymous that. <laughs> the days with smoking with Dilu and shit. When we used to go to school in Greeley, shout out to uh, UNC. This nigga passed out. Had to carry, had to grab this nigga like, yo, you good? Say, yo, what happened? I said, oh my god. <laughs> so this nigga passed out of my arms. Like I, I didn't know what to do at that time. I just knew to catch this nigga. But then, god, you know, I had to yeah. lay him down. Like, <laughs> lay you down, bro. Are you good? And it was after us smoking, like Dilu said, we used to smoke like two to three at a session. So then when we had the plug that was there, this nigga's rolling up two by himself. Jesus. And Christ. then it's just this big ass session. It's not even a big ass session. I think it's just the whole blunt session with. Yeah. There could be five of us, but if there's four blunts, nigga, you're going to be dumb oh, high. Oh, for sure. So there used to be times where it was like, it was Lungs four of us. Toasted. Well, it was five of us that I remember, like I said, I don't want to name anybody, but. You know, I think about my roommate and then who he's hanging out with. And then we used to go meet with D-Lo in the plug and just smoke out, bro. And niggas used to be dumb high where you couldn't even. At that time, I really wasn't paying attention to that because I was, I was at that time, I was smoking more than I was drinking for sure. But I was getting yeah. high just because I was like, man, this shit crazy. I'm giggling and shit, man. Like, <laughs> just being um, too high. And you were prepared for that. You were prepared. What about you? Um, I don't really remember any like super crazy stories. I do remember this one time uh, I stole this girl's weed. Um, <laughs> we smoked it, and then she it came up missing, and I was consoling her the whole time. She's like, "I know you didn't do it," <laughs> and I'm just speaking high as hell off her just weed. Laughing like, yeah, you know what I'm, me. Like, I'm trying to help her find it. Like, who stole it? Like, who stole it? Where's that? <laughs> High as shit. I don't know where it's at. That shit evaporated. I got a, I got another funny story real quick. Where I was with D-Lu. Look, all my, all my crazy high times are with D-Lu. Because that's how D-Lu was. I'm guessing he trying to act like he's a different person on the spot. Right. He's not. No, I'll, I'll admit it. I was young, wild, and free back Oof. in the day. But we had went to this Man. party up in in Fort Collins. And we went to this house party. And it's this white boy just showing off his weed before it was legal. Oh, I forgot about that. White boy showing off his weed to everybody. I got this. This is that super skunk cushion, like, naming shit off. And he handed it to us to smell it at a party. And I held it, took a couple nugs out. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm going to take a couple nugs of these. And uh, <laughs> the white boy came back like, where's my weed at? And I threw it under the couch like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. What kind of weed? And it came to me trying to leave the party. This nigga tried to sneak me and try to knock me out. Oh, hey, shout out to our guy. <laughs> shout yeah. out to my guy. Yeah, I don't want to name him, but shout out to my guy. My guy seen him following me as I was leaving the party and was like, why is he following my nigga so hard, right? Yeah. 
So the dude tries to sneak me. He misses and knocks on my earring from the back. So he swings, misses, knocks on my earring. And homeboy, my homeboy just took over, bro, and just started beating this nigga's ass. Yo. I was like, shit. In his own home. Then we had to skid out of there. And it was yeah, like, damn, yeah. what happened? I said, damn, I took this nigga weed and he was tripping like that. And on me, I'm never around. I'm always mingling. So this nigga missed the whole thing. <laughs> he missed the whole fight. What happened? I'm, yo? A, I'm a earring short. My nigga on top of somebody. He like, damn, what happened? We like, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, ah, shit. Let me get Shorty's number real quick. Yeah, no, that was that All was a crazy time. time. <laughs> was, that was the first time I ever tried to steal somebody's weed, <laughs> and I didn't know how niggas was about their weed at that time. What, dude? We we had it. a couple of stories like that. That See? wasn't the only one. Yeah, <laughs> and how ironic you're like, oh, you know, this is with my friend over here in Duluth. Like, I ain't got nothing. I don't really remember nothing. Damn, every fight in college I missed for some reason. I miss every Them hoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. d was always with a female. We like, yo, where d at? Hey, this nigga come out with somebody on his arm. Right. Y'all good? <laughs> hey, what happened? What you mean, nigga? <laughs> hey, we got to go. Yeah, we got to go. You're like, right, already? He, he with the girl. Him with you, love. That was a crazy thing. In college, like, you would think you would know all the girls. But every time you go to a party, there's somebody new. Because they be bouncing from campus to campus. That's what I learned, man. You got... Out from you learn that over time. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I didn't learn that immediately. <laughs> yeah, you figure that out. Like, oh, okay, boom. Where you from? And that's where you just figure out. Like, oh, okay. And then sometimes they come in flocks. So, yeah, you always had a chance. I was seeing place. girls from the second semester. I never saw them in the first semester. Like, where are you coming from? <laughs> Shit. You got them transfers? Not even transfers. They just was going to different parties. Damn. Different colleges and shit, yeah. When you, you got to know, when you party up there and, like, the UNC, Boulder, and Foco, like, y'all are all intertwined somehow. Pretty much. And I didn't know that. At that age, I didn't, I didn't know that. So I'm just fucking around with everybody because I'm like, oh, shit, this is so new to me. I'm trying to get to know everybody and all these different colleges that we going to and shit like that. It's not like a weekend thing, but, you know, once a month, like, niggas will go to different colleges and party with them and, you know, just realize everybody party different, but there's, like d said, there's hoes, and you're like, oh, shit, I ain't never seen you, right? And, like, yeah, you shouldn't expect to if you go to a whole different school, right? Because this whole school has a whole plethora of different women to offer that you just don't pay attention to, so that when you see them, you're like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm on. You ever hook up with a girl at a party? Like, during people partying right outside the door? Hook up, when you say hook up, about- specifically, do you mean more than kissing? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, pretty yeah. much, you just smashing. No comment. Oh. <laughs> this is college days, fellas. It's college days. Uh, honestly, no. <clears throat> I wasn't big on uh, on the, the bathroom fucking hook up with him that night. Whether it's, you know, bathroom fuck or, you know, she give me head or, you know, whatever. I just wasn't big on that. I was big. I was big on you trying to go back to my dorm. <laughs> you try to go back. I was big on that, yo. I wasn't. Go back to my spot. The whole the counter and all that, man. If you think about it, I I was not on that. I wanted butt ass naked in the bed, sex, yo. That's that's how I was. So that's you can pass out. My after stance. I'm standing. All right, I'm comfy. Go ahead. Well, I was using. What you I was uh, throwing parties at my apartment for a little while, oh, so dude, I had, had my room. Oh yeah. So it's pretty much like he was already just. He's there. He's yeah, home. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's in that spot. Yeah. The cops came to my apartment so many times. Damn. 
Because then that makes it different, too, where you can kick everybody out, and you're like, hey, this one, I want to stay, though. No, but we would only kick out the guys, and the girls would stay. Fit acts. That's how you got to do it, man. Hey, Mark, enough about you asking about us, man. What about your college experience and um, you hooking up uh, on a one night? I mean, if you have, you know, of course, this is all uh if you have or haven't, you know, I don't want you to make a story up if you have it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I can't really speak too much, but, you know, I got a buddy one time. Look, look, Mark explaining his story to his buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had this buddy. I had this buddy, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, we all mobbed over to this party one time. It was a Halloween party. So, you know, everyone dressed up in different costumes. And, you know, you got the the seductive nurse and the librarian and officer and all that stuff. And... You know, the best I, outfits every year, even though they're recycled. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween, I was so ruthless. Man, what? Ruthless. So anyways, you know, we all just kicking it, vibing with a few girls and trying to, you know, I see him trying to scheme on one of them. So, you know, I try to play wingman for a little bit and, you know, try to scoot them on their way to get, you know, whatever they trying to do because some other guy's trying to come in and cock block and whatnot. So get that out the way. And all I know is... It went into the other room. It was gone for like, I don't know, like 30, 40 minutes maybe. And basically. While the, while the party, was, party was going on. While the party was going on. So basically what happened is brings old girl in the back. And the whole conversation started. It was like, well, can you dance and blah, blah, blah. So he made up some bullshit. Like, yeah, I used to be a stripper back in the day. He's like, no, uh, let me see. What, what's your routine? So he took her back into the room. And her two friends came back there, so he thought it was on him popping. He's like, oh, yeah, I got three of them back here. Right? So I'm like, oh, shit. But come to find out, the one that he brought back, she was actually trying to set him up with the, with the friend. So the two girls left, but he ended up smashing one of them. And then, you know, boom, bam, bam, she went out her way, he went out his way, and that was that. Man, we asked about Joe's Yeah, story. that's what I'm saying. Like, is, is this your story? <laughs> is this your story or... A friend story. Why like, are you trying to uh, slide? <laughs> it's different with trying to keep people anonymous and things like that when it happens to you. You know, I, if it happened to you, <laughs> you should be able to say that because then we're not throwing other people in. It's like you saying yourself. And... No, he definitely was talking about his buddy. Yeah, it was a buddy. <laughs> I, I got a question that. for y'all. Uh, did y'all ever have a relationship in college? Oh, my God. One. Meaning what, yeah, like, have that. you ever had a, a girlfriend? Yeah, did you ever have a girlfriend in college? No. That was the worst decision of my life. Why the is worse? Why? Man. Because in college, like, once you got a girlfriend, that just puts you on another market. Hold like, on, Dulu. Don't, don't explain yourself too much if Marcus ain't going to explain himself. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And, and, and preach his facts. He's going he gonna to wait to hear all our tea. Yeah, and then he not like, trying to pour his own. Yeah, he not trying to pour his own. He like, yeah, what y'all? Yeah, what happened with so y'all? Happened? This is cut. He like, what happened with y'all? And we pour our tea in there. He like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, shit, yeah, keep moving. So you know, let's move on to the next conversation. <laughs> but no, all right, I'll, I'll put some tea in the mix. I'll put some tea in the mix. Um, I did. This is all from the past. I did. I was in a relationship. Pre-girlfriend in stage. Uh. And I get I get your point. It's just like, dang, you do all of a sudden, be, be, you see like this whole other level of eyes looking at you. And that's definitely what it was. It was like, oh, where, where was you at? Oh, where was you at? And they want to be like, oh, yeah, I had 
and everyone wants to admit their crush on you at that point. And it's just like. With that, you can remember just high schools in general, where high schools don't have as big as a um, population as colleges do. So then when you go to college and you're meeting all these people from different colleges, right? And these different people are showing you attention. It's like a, it's like an ego boost for men, I feel like specifically because we're used to these same women that we used to talk to in high school. And like, you just know who they are, you know who some of them are, and then you get older and they, you know, they graduate or whatever happens. So then you go to college where it's just times 10, where there's just so many women. And you're like, wow, I didn't know this was what it was like. So then you're experimenting and shit, so. Yeah, but I yeah, I was talking, to, eh, I mean, I was, I was holding it out out there for sure. Marcus walk with his drawers on. Like, what man, the- <laughs> I was out there. I said, oh, word? Let's go. What time is it? Let's get on out of here, shoot. You got class at two? What? I got man. class at two also. Hey, let's go grab lunch real quick. Back in my dorm room. Oh my god, the ultimate. <laughs> Yo, the dorm room was a spot during the class days. Mm. One regret, one regret I have is my goal was to, you know, take, you know, a girl up to the library and I never did that. That was one goal of mine. Our library was always packed. Y'all got like fantasies and fetishes like that though? Yeah, I did. Where it's like, a, well, I want to smack this girl in the in the library, low key. Yep. Damn, I never, I never had that. I sure enough did. I used to like, I'd be like a professor. Oh man. All right, Mario. She's thick. You get MC. You get into a whole different topic. Nigga, <laughs> 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 even professors. Nigga, I'm like, hold on. <laughs> you get into a whole other topic, you MC. Know what I'm just, you know, it was all game at that point. You just out there just. Whatever it is, mm. you're living wild, young and free. Is that how you said it, Lou? Young, wild, and free. I was hanging out in girls' dorm rooms all the time. Yeah. Even, Where parties at? Even in relationship. Mm. I had so many friends. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I could always just feel that awkwardness whenever you, yeah, I did. So I just never did it that much. I didn't care. The, awkward, <laughs> uh, the awkwardness of just hooking up with somebody and just not talking to them? Or just no. sitting around campus and not talking to them? No, like Lou said, like, having a, being in a relationship and still just be having, like, girls in his room and stuff like that. Oh, so you've been in a relationship in, in college? Yeah, that's what I said. For, I did for, like, one year. And I was like, all right, that's not, that's not the move. I feel like college is not the place where you should be getting into relationships. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but that's just based on my experience of even not even being in one because I've seen how other people around me have been with people in relationships. And I'm like, that ain't going to work out. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. What, dude? I mean, shoot, trying to take all these, like, spring break trips and stuff and, like, we talk about going, you know, you, you go out every night to a party and you see a different girl or a group of girls every night. Imagine, like, okay, now I'm going on spring break and I'm about to go to where, like, you know, all these other campuses or colleges across the coast is, from coast to coast is going to be there. And that's a whole other level of partying at that point. And that shit is fucking fun, too. Because then it's like, I don't know, it's a different level of not giving a fuck. 
on on everyone's part. Most of. Cause you're like, shit, I ain't, I ain't gonna see this person in the next two days when I get back on the boat or on the plane or road trip back to my college, like. So that shit was fucking wild. Good old college days. I Man, remember when people used to tell talk about us rem- reminiscing the high school days, and I definitely reminisce the college days more than high school. Yeah, I love. I feel college. like high school is just for the sports, but the best time of your life is definitely college. Did, did y'all ever have any uh, weekday turn up days? Not Dre, but Mark. Yes, for sure. What was y'all's day? <clears throat> we had that Tuesday. When that song came out, everyone started going out on a Tuesday. Did, did y'all just have parties or did y'all have like a place to go to? Like a bar or something? Yeah. Um, it would depend. So like not really. Sometimes there would be like a, some type of like party that got put together at a specific venue. And then okay. we'd go there. So Me and Dre back in the day we used to go to Whiskey Wednesday. Whiskey River is a little bar, uh-huh. and they used to have like a hip hop night every Wednesday. So we go there, drink our little four locos. <laughs> oh, the four locos! Yo, them things is before they uh, changed it up. That shit had me up to four a.m. every Wednesday. That shit, holy shit, dude! I tried to drink one and a half of those, and I was so drunk. It's too lit. Shoot, there's a couple parties out on Foco where it's kind of like that same setup. It was like, I don't know, it was like a Friday or Saturday or something. And they put together, you know, like a party or, you know, had DJs or whatever going to be at this venue. We've been to a couple of Foco parties, so we definitely know about that. And that shit, the one I, or yeah, the one I went to that time, um, yeah, it was on and popping. It was fun. Music was jumping. But of course, it just got a little too wild, and then people just started fucking hitting each other. And before you know it, tasers was brought out. People was getting arrested. I was like, God damn, that shit got real fast. I was like, No. You know, you, you do the check of like, All right, is anybody is there anybody that's with us that we need to worry about? I'm like, All right, cool, we're good. You do the list. I gotta wait for Dre to come back to ask this question because I was there for his moment, I believe. Well, let me ask you right now. What it, do you remember your drunkest moment in college? Freshman year, the first week. It was like whatever fair or whatever they had. I think I drank all day and night. I threw up on a porch. So, all right, here, let me break it down because I don't want to give like just bullet points. So, all right, freshman year, um, I'm hanging out with, you know, some other freshman buddies. You know, you start meeting and... I got uh, a bottle of shit, I can't even remember. Some type of vodka, it was like a 150 milliliter vodka or whatever. Mm. And we're all just kind of just tossing that back and forth, back and forth. Um, And then of course get another bottle and another bottle. By this time it's nighttime and we're at some random house. And there's that one point where you get to, and maybe uh, you guys can attest to this, but where you get so drunk and it's like you're claustrophobic and you're hot. You just gotta get the fuck out all at the same time. So like that was the moment I felt. And I just remember leaving the party, walking like maybe three doors down. 
And of course, like this whole, I mean, the whole complex is filled with people. You know, people are parking, people are walking to the next party over, next party over. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everyone's party out on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's wild out there. And my drunk ass, I'm all like just sloppy everywhere. And I ended up going three doors down. I threw up on someone's porch. And then I think I rolled, it, I rolled in it a little bit. And I made my way to my truck and I passed out there. For at least two or three hours until I got myself home. At least you got like a good memory of yo drunk as night because <laughs> I was used to blacking out in college. Dang. Oh, I did black out. Well, I don't remember that part. I just remember blacking out when I was, that was my twenty first in college though. Well, people tell you right, like people tell you like yeah. last night. <laughs> I had a few. You was tripping, tripping. <laughs> Dre, you remember yours? Remember what I told you? <laughs> I got a couple, so no. <laughs> I, I got a few stories of when I got too faded, bro. Like you don't remember it? Falling asleep in the elevator. Oh my god! Yeah. No, look, that's another story. I, I completely, I forgot about that. I could try to leave it on my system. <laughs> oh my god! That was a different time though, because that was like. Let me let me break that was, down. The story. That was manipulation. Let me break down the story. That was manipulation. So. We're going up to Poco to go to a sorority party. Oh, a sorority uh, formal. formal. Yeah, a sorority formal, bro. Yeah, buddy. That's not a usual party. We get up there like an hour late. So they're like waiting on us to go. And they got like a little pregame party going on. They got to have dates, right? They're waiting on all their dates, right? Everybody, all the other dates at the crib chilling. And it's me. It's me, Delu, and our other friend who are coming an hour late. To everybody who's already pregaming. So we get in the party. Everybody has marks on their arm. They're taking tallies of how many shots they're taking. And because they've taken so many, they make us catch up and take as many shots as they did. It was over 10. God damn. So like a chain of shots? (laughs) Within within like an hour because we're already an hour late. Like they were pregaming two hours before, maybe even three hours. That was our first uh, introduction to the slap bag wine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> slap the bag Slap the bag Like what is this Right like, oh. We took a ski shot Oh yeah But yeah That night went bad For all of us You ain't do no like Shotguns with the beer No we ain't do it that night We, we wasn't fucking With the white boys up there <laughs> <laughs> Hey it was us three And we knew A lot of the women And in, in the sorority And We took it as that Like we drank yeah. The women in the sorority yeah, We wouldn't yeah. even fuck With the guys in there Like everybody was Who had dates and shit no, we kept it to the women that we knew, and they got us drunk for sure. Nice. Quick. But yeah. it was so quick that once we got to the formal, shit went all downhill for all oh, three yeah. of us. I, I got two <laughs> girls suspended. <laughs> I got kicked out the girls' bathroom. Yeah, but there, was, there was a lot of shit that happened. Damn. And that's that's funny that you bring up that story. Like, I had so many other stories, and I'm like, nah. That, that was one, because... Yo, I was climbing up trees. <laughs> yeah, hearing your guys' stories is like bringing up some memories for me. There was one time I came out, and it was actually a party downtown. So it was around Denver somewhere. And so were you in college or not? Yeah, I was still in college. It was during my college years, but it wasn't a college party. Mm. So like, I went to go to Beta, a little techno club. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the white people. Remember? I was in there, man. I was in there with them white folk. 
doing my Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> they was feeling it though. It was like, hey, okay. You see, yo, this nigga got the cleanest Dougie. He the only black nigga in the park. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, man, I got so fucked up because I'm not. Again, that's why. I, back to my statement. I found out. I'm not a drinker. Ten years later. Yeah, ten years later. <laughs> he tried it again, I know. Man, I got too fucked up in the VIP section. We go back to the after party. I'm acting a fool at the after party. We go to the after after party. And I'm so, like, dehydrated. I see water on the uh, grass outside. And it's probably, like, 3.30 in the morning or some shit at this time. I tried eating grass. I was so fucked up. I was trying to eat grass. In some random yard. <laughs> and then my, my buddy said, hey, man, you got to lay down. And then before I lay down, I, I threw up in some guy's sink. He said, yo, what the fuck? I thought I was going to get my ass beat. So I was like, there's no way I could defend myself right now. I'm way too <laughs> drunk. Like, I'm going to put my hand up and I'm going to get clocked, man. I already know it. But my friend defused the whole situation. They got me a room to pass out. And Yeah. Yeah, like those nights, those nights are the crazy nights that you don't think about when you haven't, you're not used to drinking a lot, you don't drink a lot, and then one of those nights happen, and you're like, oh shit, I drank way, way more than I thought I could handle. Because in the moment, you're fine, but then it always takes 30 minutes for you to stand up or to hit you, like all at once. And I was like, damn. And I was smoking too, so yeah, I was all cross faded. I was all the way fucked up. Yo, that sounds crazy. <laughs> this nigga Mark trying to eat grass and shit. What? Oh, no wonder why you love buffalo so much. That makes goddamn sense. This nigga's getting back to his native roots. So you know what? They eat, Yo, they eat grass up there. Let me tell. I'll tell you guys about a time in EDC. The uh, is that like the rave? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was never Vegas. a rave type of guy. I never been. I always wanted to though. I I never was really either. But man, that. That is a whole other world beyond world, beyond dimensions. Like anything that you want to see or find there, you will see and find. You talking about raves in general, or you talking about EDC? EDC specifically, oh, okay. just ED, like any mega big like rave that happens. So there's like, I don't know, Wonderland, or you know, there's all these other ones that you can go to. But I went to that one, and it's basically so to break it down, it's in this big racetrack. You know, then like imagine those uh, NASCAR racetracks. And throughout, like, the center of the whole thing, there's, like, different stages that are set up. So, you know, some of them are different sizes. Some of them are huge as fuck. Some of them are small. Some of them are, uh, you know, medium size. But they have all different types of techno going. You know, they got the techno with, uh, you know, trap music in there with some waka. So, you know, you're just hitting it hard. And they got that weird, you know, white people, you know, wearing black leather. With you know masks <laughs> over their face, type shit. I man, and then of course you can find anything from Molly to weed to acid to whatever the fuck you want to do at that point too. So like, imagine that you're going in to see one person. You know, maybe you know again. Let's say, let's say I'm going to go see some trap music with Waka in there. So you know, you know, a little rap in there. So you know, I feel in my zone, feel comfy. And you know, you're tripping on whatever, and then all of a sudden. You don't realize, but the venue has changed. And the venue has changed to those people wearing fucking tight leather, black shit with their, you know, faces covered and weird eyes. And they're looking at you like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I'm like, yo. (laughs) 
I was just looking around like, hey, man, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know what this shit's about. This music, I don't even know if this is music right now. I don't know what I'm listening to, but we need to move. And it's, it's like packed like sardines in there. So you're trying to like squirm your way out of this shit. Try to squeeze out, finally dancing on your way out. You like, oh, yeah, hey. Like, hey, oh, and you see a cute That's girl, like, hey, oh, hey, what's your name? Hey, okay, all right, and then you just keep moving. But yeah, man, that shit right there is a whole other level of experience. Matter of fact, let me put it to you this way: there's a section uh, near, like, uh, of course, you know, they have the porta potties and everything, but further away, they have a section where there's like 50 or so mattresses, you know, like twin size mattresses, laid out for people that are too fucked up. Wow, I, I didn't know that. I would never have yeah. guessed that. Yeah, I said, what the fuck? Because I had to use one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, that's crazy. Like, imagine, like, in clubs and they put beds in there just in case niggas get too fucked up. Like, too fucked up. I mean, that's what they want you to do. Yes. I think that's what always scared me about going to, like, EDC or, like, any other type of big grave that they threw of like it's being on all these type of drugs and not just being aware of you know things going on and they have those beds there for like hopefully you around somebody who was like listen you're too faded let's go this way yeah and they can push you in the right direction but I've always been scared of like all these different drugs being on and trying to party while also being aware of what's going on, man. That that shit sounds too reckless. That's that up and downer, all that shit, man. I'm telling you, man. Because I'm sure, I'm sure alcohol was involved too, right? Where it's not oh, only just yeah. drugs. You, alcohol too, and alcohol alone. If I drink too much, like if I had a bed like that, I would. Alcohol is like the pregame, so it'd be like alcohol is the pregame. Then like maybe as you you know meet some people there, you probably you know have some extra stuff. So maybe there's some Molly, maybe there's some shit. There's some lines on the crazy. table. Who knows, man? And that then don't sound fun. There's people in the bathroom <laughs> doing some fun. other shit. And then then it's like, so we would have to get on a bus that would take us from the hotel to take us out to uh, the racetrack area. So then you got people over there getting all turned up, getting ready. You know, people in their little areas taking their shooters and whatnot. And then shit, man, at that point, you know, you get there. And usually the idea is you have whatever you're trying to enjoy, you have on you. Because, again, back to your point, you don't know anybody out there. So you're not trying to just trust anyone. Um, Well, if you get to that state, you will, which I feel like that's the whole point of a rave is you get into this so fucked up state that you're just taking, you know, drugs from anybody at that point because that's what they're offering. And this, this is just for... My view of what I've seen of raves, and you know, I don't have any experience of it, but that's a possibility. That's real. I mean, it's it's a full spectrum because, like, even with those uh, mattresses that are laid out, you have like uh, patrols of people that like have first aid kits and water and whatnot, always going around checking on people. So, like, it it's meant to again have like that good side where it's just you're having fun, dancing, living in good energy. And then there's the side where it's like, shit, I'm fucked up on who knows what right now, but I'm feeling really good. You lay down. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then there's some other times where like, yo, that was sketchy as shit. I don't ever want to do that again. It's yeah, all man. of it. Yeah, man. Raves never have been a thing to me where like, oh, I got to go to a rave. I think I might. I would have probably tried one more, but I don't think I want to now. Back back in the day, yeah. <laughs> Yo, imagine now Oh my god oh, I wouldn't make it so, <laughs> all No fucking way I'd make it 
I would have definitely tried it if I was still yeah. in college. That shit was that was shit. That shit was fun. Dila, have you never been to a rave? Never. You haven't even been offered one in college. I mean, I have, but I feel Where did like. You go? Because the raves that I was getting invited to, like, you had to have tickets ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't no spur of the moment type of deal. And I wasn't paying no money for no rave. Yeah, like, global and all of that. Yeah. 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 That, a shoot, man. That's where you, that's where you, that is where you will meet some freaks. That is where you will meet so, ain't the only thing you meet. Trying to do whatever. You, you know, meet more than just me. You meet them creeps too, who trying to drug you purposely. Yo, yeah, shit. Probably he might have a girl try to get there and try to slip a slip little a, drug in the drink. Slip a man. Slip a making your shit. Oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah, what the what the fuck? I thought this was water. But yeah, man, that shit's crazy. That shit's crazy. That was fun. I've seen, yeah, I've seen a whole. I've seen a girl just strip butt naked in the middle of the dance floor. Like, and then again, this is like the middle of like a grassy just area. You know, like going to a concert. Mm-hmm. Just lit. Just fucking turn, dude. I'm like. <laughs> and it's okay there because yeah, they don't care. Like, no one. Everyone's just like, yeah. And you got some other people starting to strip butt naked. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I don't know about all that, but. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not stripping by <laughs> No, 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 sir. No, 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 no. Well, even even reminiscing on it, which is great, great that you're like, nah. Now I would never do that. <laughs> but you think about it back then, as just being young and dumb, right? That's that the phrase. Of being young and dumb. Oh, well, we yeah. lit off of it. And I remember I used to just hear people talk about it. And I'd be like, nah, I'd rather just try Molly at somewhere else. So I've tried Molly at like this huge house party. In these mansions, and yeah, I didn't feel nothing off of it, but I'm like, maybe it's because it's not this right setting. Because it's just, if you can imagine a black party, man, there's just hella niggas in the house, and you can't move nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you gotta move through people just like a rave would, but it's just a lot smaller capacity. Yeah, those man, those mansion parties came after the uh, the movie Project X. Yeah, I forgot about that movie. <laughs> That was a time where everybody was trying to do Molly. Oh, huh. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess yeah. you're right. Because I think about the time that I went to a manager party like that, it was the party of, like, everybody trying to just do Molly and <laughs> niggas selling niggas calcium pills. Like, hey, it's that yeah. Molly. And you don't feel nothing off it. And you're like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I was always around people that already had the stuff or, like, they just... You know, they just knew, so like they already had it all planned out. So I'm like, oh, okay, shit. And it was just, it was in the moment. I was like, fuck it, I'll try it. If you ask me if I try it again, hell yeah, I'll try it again too. <laughs> but I mean, at this age, it's different. But I feel old, man. That should make my stomach twist already. Like, yo, all these drugs at a party. It's having that feeling and not being able to go to sleep. But it's like, it's not. I don't know. It's not restlessness though. You don't feel restless with it. The day after. Oh, the day after you feel like, yeah, it, yeah, you feel a little different for sure. I'd say even a few days after. Yeah, that should mess up your whole next week. Yeah, it can mess up your whole sleep schedule, all that. We used to be on them Addies tough. Oh. <laughs> well, what That's what I think about is Adderall when I like if I can't sleep and shit, it's because Adderall. But to me, they all they all had a similar like 
feeling to me. Like all they they make you just want to smoke, drink water. Like it was always an intense feeling. Have you took Have you took Adderall? You never. You never. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause we used to be popping them out of all pills, yo. Of like somebody selling to us, and we like what? What's it do? How does it? What? Does really? And then you take it in. I used I used to take Adderall a lot in college. I used to take it when I wasn't going to college. Of just taking it. We was up at 6 o'clock playing basketball one day. <laughs> Didn't get no sleep that night. Just went to the park and started playing basketball. <laughs> well, you know, how, you know how men get competitive. Yeah. <laughs> you know how that come in. Start making a whole game out of it. No, but what, what I think about Adderall is like, I used to like to take a lot of Adderall at a party because I feel like for me it made me talk. And it, it just made me more social. And I'm already a social guy, but it made me of like wanting to keep the conversation going. Even with his, with whoever I meet at a party, like I would keep the conversation going as opposed to usually I'll keep it short. Oh yeah, good to see you. Oh yeah, boom, I'm out. It'd be, I'd be in there talking like, oh, this, this, that, and just keep going. That was Molly. To d point of like, it making me want to smoke. It, it never made me want to smoke, but it made me want to just keep going with whatever we were doing. So we couldn't be smoking and nigga roll up something and it's four in the morning. I'm like, yeah, let me hit that too. And then right. I just continue to talk off of that. And yep. I felt like I never got drunk when I was taking Adderall. Yeah, so like the same thing whenever like Molly, cocaine, alcohol. Again, alcohol was just to kind of like, it was like a little pregame, like, all right, let's get things kind of moving. And then after that, psh, and alcohol was just kind of, like you were saying, it was just kind of there for like, it's part of the festivities. We're doing it. We're all doing it. So, yeah, let me take a shot, too. You could keep taking shots and still don't feel any different. Nothing, dude. Till later. And yeah, till the two days later. Got the worst headache. Why well, I got a headache? <laughs> Fucking eyes hurt. Can't even open them. No, Adder- Adderall was right. Adderall was where I was at with it, for sure. And I think, you know, obviously Adderall hits people different. Ashtray? Adderall hits people a lot different because if you're already a hyper and natural person, the Adderall is going to make you come lower. Yeah. So if you don't have that, then Adderall has got you on 10 <laughs> where you like, damn, this is crazy, bro. Have you ever... I feel like with us, Marcus, if I was on Adderall, I would relate to you a lot more as far as like when it comes to these topics that you have because I'd be talking, bro, just talking. <laughs> I, I talk now, and sometimes I'll talk because of the silence. Like, I don't like the silence, so I'll just start talking shit. But other times when I think about me talking to people and conversing with them, I noticed more that when I was younger and I was on Adderall, like, I can go for hours with somebody and just start bringing up random things. And now I think about what I bring up. But Adderall, I used to not care. Just bring stuff up and just be willing to talk and be open and everything. Yeah. You ever, what about shrooms? That shit's fun. But that is weird. Like, I'm so I want to try it that, again. <laughs> but I don't. It's like I want to speak, but then I, like, cut off conversation. It's weird. Shroom, I don't have too much experience. I've tried it a couple times. 
I've never really in. felt I've never really felt nothing off of it. But I don't know, maybe it's does it make more sense? I think it's a thing of how you take it in that or how they're made, right? Where you can you can make this you can cook the shrimp yourself and make it more where it's more potent or I heard you can grind it up. And I had took them like straight out the bag. I'm <laughs> like, oh I bought some shrooms, I'm about to try them. Like you just ate it like a sandwich? You ate it like a sandwich or something? No. You just ate it straight out the bag. Yeah, I yeah, I ate the shrimp. That's gross. It was okay? It was the chewy. Didn't it, bother you? it was chewy, but I like mushrooms though, so Oh, okay. Yeah, I just don't like how that texture is. That kind of like semi-crunch soft feel. Well, yeah, I've seen people grind it up. And that seems like a better way. I don't know what it is, but I don't know if it's me thinking of the you trying to ingest it and then digest it part of it instead of eating a whole. But I, I don't know. And I was drinking off of mushrooms when I tried it, so maybe that's why too. But I've seen oh, yeah. people enjoy themselves off of the shrooms and food. Have you ever watched the movie um, A Wrinkle in Time? No. Watch that movie. But What's that would be shrooms? like a good analogy of kind of how the shroom trip can, can feel. Because in the, in the movie, there's like this, when they do a tesseract, it's like when they're going to travel through dimensions, it's like this wavy... The, everything in the world is just like wavy around them, and that's kind of like what I experience with, with my shroom trip. I have a shroom trip. So uh, my girls watched it, and I think I glanced on it a couple times, where it's like things are things seem just a little bit different than they would usually, right? Yeah. So yeah. it is the whole where it's the wavy, and some things are big, some things aren't. Like the pineal gland. Yeah, like they would say it's like a. Do you think you can experience that like within your own home? Like if you were to take shrooms in your house? Yeah, for sure. Hmm. I've done that so too. That's not an excuse. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm thinking like. I I prefer being out in nature, but being in home that can work too. Because then you feel safe. You're in your own space. You ain't got to worry about nothing. So when you take shrooms, you should just take the shrooms and not do other things with it whether it's drinking or smoking weed or that was always kind of like my rule for like anything I tried other than like those party drugs like Molly and cocaine so other than like, the raves that you yeah other than that point <laughs> it was just happening but then I have later on just made sure I've done each separately but uh, yeah I would say just um, that's at least how I tried it to start it off Hey, notes, notes taken. Uh, yeah, man, that shit's that that right there is like a. It's a different type of experience. It's not really something you just do out of fun, out of recreation. You know, you're not gonna go party with that. Well, at least I'm not. Maybe other people will. But uh, yeah, it's a different. It's more of like a cerebral. You're just thinking about life. Like I remember just thinking about. I had a whole just kind of journey in my head where I went through like the whole beginnings of Earth through the whole um, dinosaur period after, you know, asteroids hit and the growth after that. And you almost like get to travel the whole world. It's it's 
you get to really see how powerful your mind is. Wouldn't you say that uh, people feel the same way about weed sometimes, or people going to have that whole journey off of weed? I think it sheds light on it. I think shrooms just gives it gives you a little bit more of an intense punch with it. Like it's gonna it's gonna set in your mouth more if that makes sense. Hmm. Like weed definitely will, yeah. And the other the other thing that answers that question is really like no matter whatever it is with that, it's up to you on what you want to do. Uh, there's different ways to achieve that feeling that shrooms give or that LSD gives or you know weed. So you can lick a toad. There's toads out there you can lick and get a whole freaking psychedelic trip off of. Shout out to uh, the Hot Boxing Podcast with Mike Tyson. <laughs> Make this yo. That nigga be smoking, smoking toe. <laughs> nigga be smoking toe. What's up, Dulu? Have you ever tried shrooms? I didn't feel anything, so I'm gonna go with no. So you, you tried, tried it, no effect. You've tried shrooms, just no effect. Yeah, no so effect you, at all. Okay, you're my, you're my boat. Hey, we might need to do some shrooms together. <laughs> can you, can you, uh? All right, let me try to happen.